There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. What's up, peeps? Hey, hey. What's going on? Guess what? It's Thursday already, friends. All day. And what do we call Thursday? Psychological kickoff Men- of the weekend. Mental start of the weekend. Mental start of the weekend, <laughs> right. Psychological is just a big word for but it Psychological. I like psychological better because it flows. Psychological start. Yes, I agree with Jen. Thank you. Okay. Phonetically. Let's jazz up the show a little with a big word. Yeah, the girls can use the big word. Sounds words. like a rubber room is needed. We can do that if necessary. Hey, also that. Okay. <laughs> Be wary of big words. There you go. Yes. There you go. Why is Machine Gun Kelly punching fans in the face? We have the story coming up. Also, Jennifer Lopez catching heat for pushing alcohol. And Tom Cruise. We'll be making Mission Impossible movies for a very long time. Very long time. He's only just begun. Truly. First E-News of the day is coming up next. First, check the roads. We got Steven in for Denise. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. She uh, recently came out with her own spritzer brand. It's called De Lola. De Lola? De Lola. How do you spell that? De, D-E-L-O-L-A. I know they announced Lola. Lola. They announced it a while back, and people were kind of giving her crap because I guess she doesn't drink. Correct. That is it. No. She is known for being against alcohol, not to mention her husband, Ben Affleck's recovery. Yeah. That is dumb. That is kind of, it doesn't feel like it's quite on brand. No. Right? It's a money yeah, grab. Didn't yeah. she come out and, because I think I remember talking about this on the hot list, but didn't she come out and say like, well, I do have a drink every now and then for celebration. Well, here's the story. Lies. She posted the other day on social media, defending herself. She says, it's true. She doesn't, she didn't drink for a really long time, but in the last 10 to 15 years, she's been drinking on an, she's been having an occasional cocktail. She said, I do drink responsibly. I don't drink to get bleep-faced. I drink to be social and to have a nice time and just relax and let loose a bit. I've tried a lot of different things, but I never found anything that I really loved. And so like anything else in my life, I made it myself. De Lola (laughs) is really about a healthier way. You know, I cut my grass every once in a while. 
but I'm not putting out a line of lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Plus, well, I if like you how... couldn't find a lawnmower you loved and had a brilliant idea tinkering. for the world's most perfect lawnmower, you might. I like how she's shading all other alcohols, though. Like, what makes yours different? She says, De Lola is really about a healthier way, something that fit my lifestyle to drink the way that I would drink. What that means, I don't know what's in the cocktail. I don't know what makes I don't know. Does it have kale in it? Yeah. Sugar. How is it healthier? This is my interpretation. Hey, uh, J-Lo, it's your agent. Every one of these other celebs got some sort of vodka, tequila, gin, uh, Whiskey, seltzer bourbon, company bourbon making spin. a bleep ton of money on yeah, it. That's something you should get in on this. <laughs> uh, I got a guy we can call. He can get it in production by uh, next year. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, okay that sounds saw, great. Um, I also saw, too, that Blake Lively is getting shade for the same thing. Like, she started an alcohol brand, and she also doesn't drink. Yeah. So it's Tim's right. Like, everybody's doing it. Why not us? J-Lo, what say you? You know what? I know that a lot of people have been talking about, like, oh, she doesn't even drink. Right. What's she doing with a cocktail line? And, yeah. and to tell you the truth, that was true for a long time. I didn't drink. Right. Over the past 10, maybe 15 years, I have been having the occasional cocktail. I do drink responsibly. I don't drink to get Face, I drink to be social and have a nice time and just kind of relax and let loose a bit, but always responsibly. Let's be honest, Ben's driving you to drink. I've never really been clear <laughs> on what it means. So, so if you say that you drink to be social, does that mean you're just drinking because everybody else is drinking yes. or you're drinking because... It makes you more chatty and interactive with other people. I think it's the first one. When you say I drink socially, that means in a company of other people that are drinking. Yeah. I, I want to fit in. Yeah, because well, you're not comfortable not. I just pulled it up. So she has three different flavors. One is Paloma Rosa Spritz, which is premium tequila, grapefruit, and elderflower. So maybe that's the healthier part. Mm. The second one is a Bella Berry Spritz, which is vodka, berries, and hibiscus. And then she has one that's like an Aperol Spritz, which is Lorange Spritz, which is Amarillo, Amarillo, something like that. Lorange. Orange and passion fruit. Hmm. So maybe that's it. But they look like they're really sweet. Yeah. Hmm. Um, oh, it's also um, natural botanicals, Jen, making these, and it's only 110 calories per serving. Well, natural. there you go. It's also gluten-free. Oh, that's nice. So, you know. Oh, there's people, no wheat in it? There's some good stuff in there. Yeah, there's no wheat in there. Hmm. So, Tom Cruise is inspired that Harrison Ford is still going strong. Harrison Ford is 80 years old. You know, he's, he's still Indiana Jones in it. Which is mm-hmm. pretty impressive mm-hmm. for a guy his age. For sure. Oh, my God. And that the franchise has survived as long as it has. And Tom's inspired by that. He says, Harrison Ford is a legend. I hope to still be going. I got 20 years to catch up to him. But I hope to keep making impos- Mission Impossible films until I'm at least his age. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Tom just turned 61 on Monday, and Harrison turns 81 next week on the 13th. That is awesome. And Mission 18. Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 hits theaters next week on July 12th. I've heard nothing but rave reviews about it. Are you going to go see it in the theater? 
You uh, have to. Isn't that a theater movie? It is. Yeah, but probably. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to a Tom podcast it. where they talked to Simon Pegg, who has been in Star Wars and Star Trek and the Mission Impossible movies, and he was talking about when, I guess in this particular movie, which is part one, um, there is a scene where Tom Cruise drives a motorcycle off of a cliff. Yeah. And he was talking about how much they went through to get the camera angles for this. So they put, like, all these cameras on the bike, and then, like, he drove it off the cliff or whatever, and they had people climb down to the bottom of this giant quarry to get the camera footage Retrieve back. the camera. To see, like, what survived. And evidently, there's, like, this shot is just, like, the bike going turn over turn over turn over turn with Tom in the background kind of leaving the bike. Oh, wow. And it's supposed to be, like, this amazing cinematography masterpiece. But the depths of being, like, today, Jen... Your job is to go to the bottom of the quarry and figure out and find the camera where the camera is. Hey, you wanted to work with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah this is what you get. But that's what yeah. they were talking about. Like, this is what he goes through. Hours of stuff like that. That's hey. cool, though. I mean, that's mastering your craft. Yeah. Uh, you're working with the biggest star in the business. Yeah. Stop complaining. Yep. <laughs> Make Don't movies. talk to me. No eye Entertaining people. And to the bottom of the quarry you go. I know. That's right. <laughs> Our work safety record, nobody's gotten... <laughs> Yeah. Killed yet. I think well, so. people have gotten hurt. Tom's gotten hurt. He's gotten, like, bloodied up pretty good. Oh, yeah. On multiple occasions. They've had to shut down production for months. Yeah. There was What was that jump he was doing or saying? Uh, oh, was and Dubai he didn't stop. Yeah, when he was jumping between buildings and he landed and broke his ankle and got up and kept running. Yeah. Like, which he is, didn't stop the shot. Which was insane. great. He saved the shot, but it also shut down production for three months. Yeah, because he walk. couldn't walk. <laughs> All right, we should probably take a break. We got a lot more e-news to come. Uh, let's see, including why Machine Gun Kelly is punching fans in the face. As your e-news <laughs> continues next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's amazing. They don't have poison ivy there at all. There's no poison ivy. In the whole, it was the most freeing experience. Like I, I was running around naked. Like It was... But they have bears, you know. They told me if I was going to go hiking, I had to buy this bear spray. It costs $60. Just so you guys know, this stuff, it's not, like, off. Like, you're supposed to spray the bear. Like, you don't apply it to yourself like regular insect spray, which they should make that more clear on the can. Like, all it said was aim for the eyes. So I was hiking out there, and I didn't see any bears, you know? I mean, the first day, I didn't see anything because of that spray, but I didn't see any bears. Then I was looking online, and the TSA said, you're not allowed to bring that bear spray on the plane because it's a weapon. It was $60, and I couldn't bring it home. So with two days left, I was like, somebody's getting sprayed. Like, I, I spent a lot of money on this bear spray. I'm going to use I, I wound up, I, I sprayed this old lady at the buffet. Uh, 
No, trust me, she had a lot of bear-like qualities. She, she was stumbling around. She was reaching for the honey at one point. Anybody would have mistaken her for a bear. She, she grabbed a salmon with two hands. And... That's Greg Warren from his YouTube special, The Salesman. Jeff and Jen. Uh, going to be humid and muggy today. And there's a chance of some storms moving in this afternoon, mainly after 2 p.m. We'll see a high around 87. Right now, 72. <laughs> All right, we're getting ready for the Barbie movie coming out soon. And if you've seen the trailer. Which I have. Yeah, you might remember where Margot Robbie steps out of her heels and her feet stay arched, just like an actual Barbie dolls. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And so, of course, people are recreating it on social media. Even Chrissy Teigen got in on the act. Now, there haven't been any reports of an epidemic of sprained or broken ankles. It. You don't get what? I, I don't get what's funny about that. <laughs> it's just funny because her feet don't move. Like for no, example, I get that. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. You don't get what's funny about the recreating it, recreating part, or the part yeah. in the movie, the recreating part. Re- recreating. Okay. So no reports of sprained or broken ankles, but experts are setting off an alarm here. There's a foot doctor in Florida that is saying if someone attempts to pose this way once or twice, they will likely be okay and produce a great TikTok video. However. If attempting the pose in stride over long periods, there are some risks involved. The ankle is unstable, which can lead to ligament sprains and injuries commonly seen with high heel use. For the record, Margot was holding onto a bar off screen to steady herself when she did it. There was a double-sided there was double-sided tape on the floor too, so her shoes would stay in place. So already been some real controversy over the movie thanks to a scene featuring a map of Southeast Asia. It depicts a demarcation line that was set by China, even though it's disputed by other countries. Right. So Vietnam is banning the movie because of it, and the Philippines might ban it as well. That's something they could probably fix. If they want to, sure. And there's also this, a Christian preacher named Kent Christmas has cursed the movie. Oh, yeah. He's a, he he's not happy with a lot of the uh, society of, of gen. Yes, a lot of the things that are separating people in real life right now. Oh God! Yeah, so he's a little worked <laughs> up about that as well. It's a Barbie well. movie. So it's a Barbie movie, exactly. It. For the love of Pete, dry. I know. Is so there it'll a gay be interesting. Person in that movie, there is there are there gay is. people. Yes, yeah, there are there transgenders in the movie. What was the so, one yeah. that you were talking about? Ken's friend, Alan. He's the, he's in it. Yeah, Alan. Yeah. He's Ken's. He's friend. Ken's friend. <laughs> friend. Friend. That's so funny. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll see. This will either be a, a surprise hit or just a major bomb. I can't really tell from looking at the trailer. I mean, there's a couple of cute things in it, like the the thing with the feed, and there's a few funny lines, but. I don't know. Man. You don't know, really? Because, well, you were all excited about it because the, yeah. you like the director, right? It's, oh, Greta, I love yeah. Greta Gerwig. Yeah. yeah. She's so fantastic. You've so got to kind of trust that. that. And one thing that she said that was really interesting is the special effects they're using, because you've seen the overall production design right. of the movie. Right. Uh, I'm told, it's my understanding, that none of that is CGI, and they did it on purpose. Like, they just used backdrops, painted oh, wow. backdrops. They oh, wanted funny. the special effects to be... Like old school special effects. Well, and that's what a Barbie dream house looks like. Right. <laughs> you know? It's like if you picture your dolls coming to life, that's what they're going to be. Yeah, it's all plastic. Walking looking. around yeah. in. 
I, you, you know, go. I don't know if I'll see it in the theaters or not. I mean, if it's if, if it's all the rage and everybody's talking about it, I might. But uh, do you think I might it would wait. be for kids though? That's my question. No, like, no, I don't think it is. And that to me is what's going to make it flop a little bit. Like you know, my daughter's six. She likes playing with Barbies, but I can't take her to see the Barbie movie because it's probably too adult for six. Is that? kind of the vibe everybody's thinking that's or the vibe i'm feeling from watching the yeah. trailer but yeah. that's also the kind of movie that my sister when she was like 11 would have loved it yeah yeah well, maybe she it's... might enjoy it just from the visual aspect yeah. yeah i don't know uh speaking of taking risks in hollywood harrison ford has made it crystal clear that he is officially done playing indiana jones however that doesn't mean the franchise is dead in an interview with uh, one of the British tabloids, Steven Spielberg said he's actually pretty sure the franchise will continue. Hmm. But here's where the internet kind of exploded. Steven Spielberg suggested that it could be a woman who carries it forward. Ooh. He said we'd have to change the name from Jones to Joan, and there would be nothing wrong with Indiana that. Joan? <laughs> I guess. I, I think I'm assuming he's kidding. It sounds a little jokey to me, but uh, who would there's be a, a thousand young, ways you could cut that, you know? It, who would be a young female actress that would make a really awesome action hero? Gal Gadot. Oh, well, yeah. She, but she she's already Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. I don't know if she could. Oh, she can't be a. I don't know. I don't know. Like Can you do? Superhero? Well, I mean, I guess Harrison Ford was Han Solo, wasn't he? Yeah. What about so. Jenna Ortega? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like her. I think she would be fun. And she's a good actress. Mm -hmm. I wonder if yeah, she has great. the action hero part. She's just a bit small. She could be badass, like, totally. Like shorter, you know what I mean? Like most of those superhero people are a little taller. On the oh, larger They can make size. Tom Cruise look like it. Yeah, That's just true. stretcher. Badass, I'm sure. Because he's what, 5'6 or 5'7? Yeah, isn't Tom Cruise? Something like that. Yeah. Huh. Could be interesting. Yeah. So what kind of person, what is Machine Gun Kelly's? Audience. Target audience? Yeah. And what do Me. they love about him? And what are, you know, what are they into outside of loving Machine Gun Kelly? Well, when you tease this story, why is he punching people? All uh -huh. I could think of is all of these stories that have been in the news the last few weeks where people are throwing cell phones mm. and hitting people. I'm the like, rage. maybe he just retaliated. And Adele threatening to effing kill anybody that throws something at her. Well, MGK was in Belgium on Saturday, and a fan in the audience held a sign that said, I just came from Mexico for you to punch me in the face. Oh, my God. What the? Now, he wasn't really up for it, especially because you know, he had rings on. He said, I don't know. It's a lose-lose for me. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'll consider. Uh, ultimately, he did sock the guy, but he didn't hit him too hard. Just hard enough so the guy could feel it. But the dude was asking for it. Wanted oh. to be punched in the face. By Machine Gun Kelly. Dumb. Does he have a history of, you know, I getting in fights? I don't think so. No. You know, sadly, I don't really follow him very closely. Because I could say. <laughs> sadly. Sad. I'm surprised. That's sad. Um, I follow Megan, but I've never seen her punch paid anybody. Paid attention. Because, I mean, I could see, like, if you're an idiot and you want someone to punch you in the face, Mike Tyson. That oh, would make God. sense, you know? I want a boxer to punch me in the face. Yeah. Right. Why would you choose Machine Gun Kelly? It just feels very my random. My face is going to be in a cast Unless he's been in a lot of fights. Because he shattered my face. <laughs> right. My facial bones. Exactly. God. Who took, the punch from, who took the punch from Mike Tyson in the Hangover movies? 
Oh, it was um, Alan, right? Was it Alan? Alan? <laughs> or was it, oh. You took a punch from, yeah. Or Stu. I can't remember now. It was one of the two. Uh, this is kind of wild. It seems like Nelly, who, by the way, has not had a major hit in several presidential terms, but he's about to get paid. What was the song? I think his last hit was that collab with the country artist. Tim McGraw. Country Grammar. Or it was with Tim no. McGraw, right? Because it's all in my head. Yeah. I think about it over it. That one. That one. Anyway, he is selling 50% ownership of his catalog. Okay. And he's getting $50 million for it. He's got a lot of hits. I, I had forgotten. He opened for the New Kids on the Block a tour or two ago. And I had forgotten just how many hits he had. Country Grammar, EI, Ride With You, Batter Up. Number one, hot in here. The Air Force One shoes. They just kept coming and coming and coming. He's got good stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Let me put my hands in the air. (laughs) It's fun. It was fun. Okay. So the judge gave Kevin Costner's wife until July 31st to move out of their house. So she's got till the end of the month. He wandered out by the 13th. The judge said the 31st, but he has gotten his way on that one. Judge sided with Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's all I have. Yeah. There's a couple of other things. Uh, This is a story involving Carrot Top. Oh, boy. And I'll I'll get to (laughs) Carrot Top's involvement here in a moment. But this was a story I was not able to get to yesterday. Uh, about a woman who had a meltdown on an American Airlines flight saying that another passenger on the plane was not real while she's heading toward the exit. I'm telling you, I'm getting the off, and there's a reason why I'm getting off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. But I am telling you right now that back there is not real, and you can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to. Now, what Everybody happening? could see the passenger she was referring to, so I don't know if she thought that it was like an alien and not a, a human. Who knows? She might be seeing was. something that no one else can see. Yeah, but anyway, and it was freaking scared. her out, and mm-hmm. she wanted to get off the plane. Well, turns out Carrot Top was on that flight. Oh, was he really? He was. <laughs> yeah, here's what he posted about... Here's what he said about it on social media. Hey, everyone. I uh, just want to let you know I made it home. Uh, <laughs> I give uh, my hats off to everyone at American Airlines uh, today for ha- how they handled the situation. That nut job just lost her mind in front of the whole plane. A five hour later, we're here in Orlando. I hope you're having a uh, relaxing evening behind bars in Dallas, Texas. Hope you enjoyed your little stunt. Wow. Yeah, that was a bit of an inconvenience for the passengers. A bit. Things like that go down. Wow. Even just an unruly passenger who won't put his seatbelt on. Right. Or put his bag in the overhead. Yeah. Yeah. Or his kid's bag. As Fritch's encounter. Uh, And then the other story is uh, an Alabama TV reporter was sent out on a breaking news story at a nearby lake. Uh, I I guess the the ruse was they told her that she was going to cover a domestic violence incident that had occurred near a lake, and she was supposed to meet law enforcement there and get the facts and do an interview and the whole thing. 
Instead, it turned out to be this elaborate plan of her boyfriend's to pop the question. So she goes out to the scene and, you know, sure enough, there are sheriff's deputy vehicles that are out there and she gets out and her cameraman is with her and mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's got her, her phone and she's about to take notes and uh, her name is Valerie Bell and this is her arriving at the lake talking to local police as she begins working on this story. How are you? Hey, doing okay. Sorry to hear about what's going on. Um, tough day here. So do you mind Bye. if I take some notes? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. But before you take some notes, I think you'll like to see one thing right behind you. Yes, sir. It's really important. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So her boyfriend Aww. is behind her. He kind of snuck. He kind of snuck around from one of the police cruisers that he was hiding behind, and he is there on one knee, Aww. and he's got the ring. And she turns around, and the cops are all kind of standing around, giggling and snickering, watching this whole thing go down. Val, you're the greatest thing to ever happen to me. Every day with you, the day we'll spend. I hope I can spend forever with you. Will you marry me? Yes. <laughs> I thought there were kids in the water. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty that's sweet. Horrible. Yeah, he's cute too. I like his little accent. I was gonna say the same. Doesn't it make oh, it that much sweeter it that does. he has a twang? Yes, <laughs> it does. Yeah, his name is Blake wow. Bjornson. Blake Bjornson. Yeah, and she tweeted about it, and she said, hashtag becoming Bjornson. Oh, I like That's it. So, yeah, very exciting. Cute. Uh, let's see. I think we'll leave it there for now. You already covered the Ke- Kevin Costner thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I think we got it all. All right. We'll leave it there then. Uh, more coming up for you after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Coney Island. But first, let's check the roads once again. We got Stephen standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Jessica. Hi. Hi. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. You know, these these tickets to Coney Island, they are yours. If you can just tell us which one of these headlines is the real one. Okay, Jess? Okay. All right. So put your thinking cap on. Is it a... A liquor stop employee gets punched in the face by 80-year-old man after asking to see his ID. Is it B, a 7-Eleven worker threw a big gulp at a customer's head? Or C, Quickie Mart cashier fired for throwing M&Ms at Screaming Toddler? A. Nope. Guess again. C. Nope. Guess again. (laughs) Hey, how about B? (laughs) It's B, Jessica. It's B. Yeah, there's a reason they call it a big gulp. They're big. A 7-Eleven cashier in St. Petersburg, Florida, got arrested Sunday night after using a big gulp as a weapon. Cops say 35-year-old Miles Jenkins was frustrated with a customer over payment, and so that cashier threw a big gulp full of lemonade at her. Three other customers saw it happen. The big gulp hit the woman in the head. Thankfully, she'll live. That's good. He's facing charges for felony battery. 
which I did have that moment where I'm like, would it have made a difference if it was a smaller drink? Would that still be considered a felony or is it a felony because it was a big gulp? Yeah. At what point does a beverage become? Is it a size, weight? You know, it's what a are weapon. We, an That's ounce. The felony part yeah. Evidently, the size of the drink didn't actually have anything to do with it. He's got a record and served several years in prison. So because of that, it is a felony instead of a misdemeanor. Gotcha. Huh. Now you know. Now you know. Right. Coming up, a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around. But I suppose it would be new to you, right? Mm-hmm. That's straight ahead. <laughs> Stephen is in need of a second date update this morning, and it is our job to assist. Hi, Stephen. Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? Good to talk to you. Good to talk Good to, to you. Good to talk to you. So how'd you meet Renee? How did that all come about? Yeah, so I met Renee actually on Hinge, one of these, you know, uh, dating apps. And um, we actually went out one time, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, I mean, it wasn't the perfect date. You know, I don't. I don't think you can ever have that. I don't perfect. know if there is such a thing, my friend. Yeah, exactly. I I didn't get to eat steak, and you know, she didn't come back to my place. So you know, it wasn't a ten out of ten, but I would say it was a solid seven. Okay. And to me, a seven always warrants another date, in my opinion. Is that the bare minimum? Like, if it's rule. a seven or more, then it calls for a second date, or or is it lower than that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Seven or higher, second date all the way. Okay. Every time. And, you know, I, I let her pick where we went, and she took me to some little cafe for healthy food. I don't even know the name of the place, but we went and made candles, which I didn't even know you could do. It's kind of a, I, I don't know, it's her idea. But, hey, you know, on the first date, we'll do anything. We'll yeah. jump through a hoop of fire. Am I right? Well, there's some place in Over the Rhine that's... Um, Candle Lab. Is it Candle Lab? Yes. Yeah, my nieces, whenever they come to town, yeah. they love going there. Yeah, I can't imagine there's more than one of those places in town, so yeah, yeah. probably that. <laughs> that may be true. Yeah, you know, and I thought we got along great. I mean, I enjoyed talking to her. I thought she was really interesting, and, you know, she seemed into me and, you know, laughed a lot. So, I don't know. I thought we had a lot in common, and it just felt like a uh, pretty good fit, at least to me. And, um, you know, I told her when I took her back to her car that I'd like to see her again. And she told me to call her. So, you know, I let a couple days go by, but I did. And she's not getting back to me. And hmm. I, I don't I don't I don't get that. Like, why would you tell someone to call you and then you don't respond to any of the calls? Well, she never said she'd pick up. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's a good point. Jen I mean, enjoys re-educating men on the call me <laughs> line. Call me all day, every day. That doesn't mean I'm going to pick it up. Right. Where guys like us, like me and Steven, you know, we historically, I would take that at face value and say, well, she told me to call her. Sure. I get it. I don't know why she's not picking no. up. She must be in the hospital or something. Yep. Yeah. So I guess at this point, I'm concerned for her safety. Because I know <laughs> something must be wrong. Yeah. Must be. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I even gave her the candle we made on our date. You let her keep so the candle? I would, <laughs> yeah, I would hope that every time she goes into the bathroom and lights it, she thinks of me. <laughs> there you go. 
So you can't think of any awkward moment or anything? I mean, other than you didn't get to eat steak and she didn't go back to your place. Uh, aside from that, you can't remember anything, any negatives that went down, any awkward moments that might keep her from returning your call? No, I'm a fantastic date. I mean, you guys are starting to get to know me. I'm a pretty charming guy. You are a charming yeah, fella. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was great, but I don't know. Maybe I'm blind. Who knows? Well, we're about to learn something. I guess we'll figure it out soon mm-hmm. enough. This is what's great about Second Date Update is that if there's a lacking of self-awareness, this is often the cure. An opportunity yeah. to learn and grow. Yeah. So okay. we're going to take a break here, Stephen. When we come back, we'll call Renee and see what she thought of, really thought of Stephen and her date with him coming up as Second Date Update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> Stephen met Renee on Hinge. They went out to a lovely dinner, which was nice. He would have preferred a steak dinner, but he loved the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee was fun, interesting, engaging, seemed attracted to him. Uh, they went to one of those places where you make your own candle. So it was a fun little activity date. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the date, even though she didn't go back home with him, it ended in a hug. I think when he walked her to her car and he said, I'd love to get together with you again. And she said, call me. And he did. (laughs) She's not responded. Hmm. So, where does that leave us? Part two of Second Date Update, where we call Renee and see what's up. You ready, Stephen? Let's get her on the line. Let's get her on the line. Hi, can we speak to Renee, please? This is she. Renee, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Um, good. How are you? <laughs> good. Do you ever have a chance to listen to our show? Ever? Ever, Once ever. in a while, here and there. <laughs> okay. Do you think it's weird that we're calling you out of the blue like this? <laughs> a little bit. I'm a little concerned. Well, it's not bad. You have an admirer out there. You went on a date with Steven recently, and we talked to him, and he said you were great. He really enjoyed your company and liked hanging out with you. And, I don't know, we, we said, well, what's what's going to happen with a second date? He says, I don't know. I've reached out, and she hasn't called back. And we were just curious what's going on. Oh, a second date. Okay. Do you remember the first date? <laughs> yeah, no, I I do. Okay. I don't think I could forget it. I, I can't tell. Does that mean it, it was unforgettable in a good way? Um, I'd say it's leaning more towards bad. Oh. Like why? What is there something about Steven that just rubbed you the wrong way? Or is there something he did or something he said? Um, I think overall, it's it's definitely one of the worst dates I've ever had in my entire life. Jeez, wow. Really? Okay. Tell us about it. Walk what us through it. All right. So we met on Hinge, and he told me to plan the date. So I did. Picked a couple of my favorite things. I took him to one of my favorite little restaurants, and then we went to the candle lab, and we made candles. Okay, good so far, right? Yeah, I love doing that. That's one of my favorite things to do. So I was excited, and he just all over both places completely. Okay, like how? Yeah. What happened at the restaurant? 
Well, he complained about the food. Um, he obviously has issues with people being vegetarian, so that was fun. Um, he just criticized everything on the menu. Oh. And then when he got his food, he literally spit it out in his napkin oh. and said he lost his appetite. Oh, wow. That's not good. It's been much. Yeah, that's a bit dramatic. Yeah, I really didn't know what to do or say, so I just laughed it off and I apologized for taking him there, and I even paid for everything. I figured that was fair if he wasn't enjoying his night. So, hmm. Okay. Well, that was awful nice of you. <laughs> I try. So, yeah. So then we get to the candle lab, and again, he just made fun of everything. He didn't even try to have fun with it, you know? He was just making stupid comments. He'd be like, yeah, throw some of that in there, whatever. And for me, I think candles are really romantic, So I love to burn candles in the bedroom. So in my mind, I'm picking scents that I think are sexy. And he keeps cracking jokes about what scents cover up bad smells in the bathroom. (laughs) You're trying to be romantic and he's talking about farts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure he said, what if I had some bad Mexican? Or like, what about if I'm lactose intolerant? Like, that's what I want to hear in this moment. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not your fault. I just don't get people who agree to go somewhere with someone and it's something that person loves and they just totally knock it. You know, it takes the fun out of everything. Yeah. I had somebody do that, date do that once when we went, we went to one of those pottery places. Mm-hmm. And that for me, you know, it's all fun to kind of to, to paint. We we got coffee mugs and I was all excited, to, you know, to, to paint a design or do something on it. And he was just like, eh. And he just cut. He just painted his whole thing one color, and then told me to hurry up. No. I know, hurry up, get this done, just color it, you know. And I'm like, all right. And that was the end of that. Takes the fun out of that. Yep. Sucked wow. the life right out of me. Well, that sucks. I, I'd like to follow up and ask Stephen about that because uh, we have him on the line. And Stephen, I'm just curious, like, why would you suggest she plan the date if you're just going to crap on everything? Why not just be open to it and kind of roll with it, even if it's not right, your look, ideal thing? I'm a jokester, all right? So I like to make fun of stuff. I didn't think it was that serious. I didn't think it was going to get that heavy on the first date. And, like, I never told you this, but I got a, I kind of have a childhood trauma when it comes to tofu. It just, it, <laughs> it, 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 it I don't know. It it doesn't sit well with me. I had it one time at school at lunch, and then I found myself throwing up in the bathroom all day, and it it traumatizes me. So I got to make fun of it. It, It's just my way of dealing with stuff. And also, come on, like the date wasn't that bad, but making candles, I'm a I'm a dude. I make fun of stuff. I'm sorry. I just try and have some fun with it. So what if we don't like the same things? We like some of the same things, right? I mean, isn't that enough? Like. In a relationship, you're not supposed to be exactly the same person. Like, when you have opposites attract, that's what creates the polarity and the sparks and the passion. You don't want to date someone who's just like you, right? Well, I guess I agree. If you like some of the same things, they could be enough, but not if you're a dick about it. Yeah, I think that's where it kind of goes off the rails for you, bud. Yeah, I don't want to be with someone like that. Even if it's not something you like, you don't, you know... She does. I was just joking around. Look, if if you want to go back and make some more candles, I will put on a mask like we're back in COVID, and I will smile right through it. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'll I'll pass on that offer, but thanks, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let me ask you this. 
if you're on Hinge again and my profile picture comes up, are you going to give it another swipe or are you just going to deny? I think I'll delete the app if I see you on there again. Oh, he's turned you off to the whole app. Oh, wow. Jeez. All right. Well, I think we got our answer, guys. Well, Stephen, we appreciate you coming on Second Date Update and putting yourself out there. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, you know, if in case there's a rejection, do I get a free gift card to uh, Candle World or whatever the hell the name was? No, we don't have any of those. Uh, Renee, we appreciate you taking the call and talking to us. Yeah. And best of luck to you in the future. Thanks so much. Yeah. Shout out to Candle Lab. That's right. <laughs> if you need a little help with a second date update, all you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Okie doke. Coming up, be wary of people who blink a lot. Uh-huh. We'll Look explain out. why. Plus, pancake tacos. Ooh. News that didn't make the news is coming up. Next. All right. 731. Turning your work skills into life skills. Also, pancake tacos. Ooh, what's that? Welcome to Thursday, guys. The 6th of July, 2023. I'm Jeff. She's Jen. Hi, that's me. That's Fritch over there in the other corner of the triangle. And Where the hell is Tim? What's he doing? He stepped out Doing his morning, you know. Rituals. Is he in the bathroom again? I think so. (laughs) But before we get to those stories, (laughs) we'll get a full report later. We'll we'll call, we'll ask him as soon as he gets here. I didn't want to say where he was, but he's down the hall signing some stuff. Is he in a meeting? Well, because we all signed that thing yesterday. Well, it's taking him a very long time to sign it. Oh. I didn't want to say because taking him a very long time. Right, right, right. (laughs) <laughs> his, his name is three letters. T-I-M. It's How long does it take? Sometimes people got to put together <laughs> thoughts for a card, Jen. They just all write, best wishes, heart Jordan. Why don't, you get on, why don't you go down the hall and boss him around for a while? <laughs> As you, Jeff, and I went down to sign the card yesterday. We had something else we needed to do, and he's like just being all pokey, and I'm like, come on, sign the card. Yeah. We got to go. Jen is, is yelling at me. She's bossing me around. And I, of course, am used to it after, you know, almost 30 yeah. years of it. It just goes in one ear now the other i didn't even think about it someone else who's in the office was kind of appalled and like does she talk like this to you all the time yeah it's fine oh whatever yeah yeah gotta you gotta it's funny that you talk about that because when scott and i talk about like so i feel like we feel like we're a very typical couple scott and i yeah but i always wonder like what do other people say behind our backs about our about us yeah and i go oh i know they always are are like wow, Jen is really bossy. Like, because I'm <laughs> that always bossy. I'm very much like this, Jen Jordan. Like, where's your plate? What da da da? What's going on? Let's go. Where's your? Yeah. Plate? Did you get that for me? Yeah. Ugh. We had that couple uh, when you know when Jacob was little, little, and uh, she we I everybody know exactly made, who you're everybody about. made fun of her when they weren't around because this is what it sounded like all the time. Jim, Jim, <laughs> Jim, Jim, get me drink. Tim, take out the garbage. 
Yeah. Well, it's like sometimes, you know, you get like snarky and you don't mean it. Like, it's like Scott and I have a very snarky-ish relationship where, I, you know, I'm kind of like funny and a smart-assy kind of yeah. way. Right. And I don't know if people always understand that. Like over the weekend, we were at a pool party and he's so great. Like, he's like, Jen, do you need anything? And I'm like, yeah, how about you father and play with your kid a little bit? Like, just being funny. Uh-huh. But I think other people hear me say that and they're like, man, she Well, you're being funny, but think you do. There you mean it a little. Yeah. Oh, no, I really mean it. But I'm also being funny. His reply was, that's why there are other kids here. Like, not for me, for her to play with. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know. Uh, we were wondering where the hell you were. That's Sorry. what started this whole conversation. I got stuck down the hallway talking with some coworkers about some all sorts of random stuff. Do they not know that you're on the radio right now? I don't know. I thought Second Date Update was playing. <laughs> <laughs> and now we Chris, were on break, now, We were on a break. Just get over it. Jeez, oh, And now I have to go deliver Chris's key down because oh, he, for some, the love of he forgot his key. We don't have car. to be in here with you all the time, okay? I, that's fine. Chill. That's don't you fine. hate it when this show gets... Gets in the way of your ability to take care of business. Yeah, right. to socialize oh, and hang apologies. out and no. deliver things. We're just messing. I know, I know, we are. Yeah. We have an open door policy. <laughs> just come and go as you like. Yeah, whatever. As long as We're you're good. back there, it's fine. <laughs> the three as of us as you can, can do whatever. You. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Where's Jeff? So the rest of us can do whatever we want. That's right. <laughs> I got you guys. All right. Well, I'll be back in three minutes. Okay. Now take your time. Yeah, we, what else? We'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So what else do you guys want to talk about? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so latest poll. Latest poll on lying is out, and 25% of Americans admit to lying at least once a day. The other 75% claimed they lie, but they don't lie that much. Right. I, I really work on this. I really do. I, I you know, I, I just want to be honest and I've got to, you know, get to the point where it's like I have no control over other people's reactions. I'm going to deliver whatever it is, my honest response in a kind, gentle, loving way. But I'm not going to lie to people except for my kid. I I, <laughs> I have to lie to him sometimes. Those yeah. are, like That's just a part of parenting. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've told him places are closed. Yes. Because I didn't want to go. Yes. Like, yes, he's your father. Calm down. <laughs> I do that too, Jen. And and when I get questioned about, is it really closed? I'm like, yeah, it's like Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby on Sunday, except for blah, 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 is closed on Tuesdays. Oh, I told him the post office when I got him his very own P.O. box because I was having so many people wanting to send him cards and stuff. And I didn't want him sending them to work. And I didn't want to give him my home address. So I got him a P.O. box. Well, I knew that he was going to want to go check that post office box every single day of the week. And I did not want to have to drive all the way to the post office every day to check his P.O. box. So I told him that the P.O. boxes were only open on Tuesdays and Fridays. Oh, good for you. So that's that's when we go to the post office. So I think that's an okay lie. Yeah. I mean, of course, I think he's figured it out, but still. <laughs> he play, he, he plays. Dude, my favorite is when you lie to the kid and you're like, well, they're closed on Mondays. And they drive by and they go, nah, there's cars. <laughs> there's cars there, Mom. I'm like, it's open. They're doing inventory. No, I'm always like, that must be one of those rideshare places on Monday. <laughs> I just keep going in deeper. <laughs> Dig it in. Interesting thing is men 
are more likely to admit that they lie compared to women. Men were also more likely to say they lie multiple times a day. Now, if you were going to lie yes. to Kristen, what area or what topic would it be? What umbrella would it fall under? Would you know? Would it be? Would you be lying to her about how she looks in those pants? Would you be lying to her about how much you spent on something? What? What? I would not lie about how much I spent on something. I would not lie about how she looks in an article of clothing because I have said I. I don't think that flatters you. Yeah. Yeah. You've said that. Yeah. Look at you. And how'd that go over? Uh, went, it went well. She, she appreciated she the honesty because she wanted it. That's what she was looking for when she asked you. That was my sense. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, Kristen's not really the problem. It's other people. I. I. I am face I still haven't figured this out. How do I say I don't want to hang out with you? Oh. In fact, I don't even like you. Yeah. The only reason I hang out with you is because your <gasps> wife is friends with my wife. So oh. I tolerate you. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's a hard yeah. one, isn't See? it? So I'm lying. That's a <laughs> I'm sorry. So you're just busy a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you've got other plans I, a lot. I've got a pivotal God, meeting at work. Too. Yeah, yeah, pivotal. Yeah. Do you tell Kristen that you like those people, or can you be Does honest? No, I'm totally feelings? honest with she her. Knows. Yeah. 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 Well, obviously, you're doing and something. And it's not people. It, it would just be maybe, you know, one uh, one or two, a couple or two in particular individuals, but yeah. but most people, like you know, the people in my inner circle. I but you, I mean, you obviously much. play very very nice with these individuals because they oh, continue sure. to want to, you know. I know. Yeah. That's hard too because you know you want to live in integrity, right? Right. You know? And it's it's like, and here you are, you're 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 faking it. You're yep. not being you. Right. Is there a way to find a common ground with that person? Can you, you know, no, because no step one wants back to hear far I don't enough. Like well, I do. Every, no, every, I mean, I mean, every time I fake it, I'm finding every inch of common ground I can. And that's how you up. make it through. Okay. Yeah. How often do you have to hang out with that person? Not, not that often. Okay, great. Yeah. Can you say what it is about them that you find so unappealing? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would give it away. You know, um, you just don't want to give well, it away. Well, yeah, no, I can say th- they exhaust me because they're they're just starved for attention. A- and I just find them very high maintenance and exhausting, just, just needing constant attention. Because yeah. Because they're just, yes. Attention. Uh, as- I don't know if they just didn't get enough as a child. They need you to laugh the at their jokes. Yes. They need you to tell them that they're smart and that they're successful yes. and yes. everything, yes. all, all of it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, it's good to see you. <laughs> oh, God, I would love to. I just, I can't. You just can't. Yeah. 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 No, that would be <sighs> great, though. <laughs> Man, that sounds like fun. For sure. Yeah. We will definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, do you like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> do you like his wife? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. 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 You like her a little, or you really like her? Yeah. Eh, she's alright. <laughs> she's like on the tier system. Yeah. She's second or third tier. Yeah. Not probably. super close with these people. So you don't you don't see them frequently. I would.
would stop talking if I were you. All the, all the damn questions, Jen. Jennifer, relax. You're going to get him in trouble again. This show They're usually at me, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, Jen. Stop answering, Jeff. Plead the fifth from hey, here on out. I mean, we know a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I know. That I don't think you're going to be. Right now I, yeah, going, I don't think nice. you're going to have to put a blanket over your head and glasses. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Is it that's us? so great. Um, be anonymous here, but uh, yeah. when was the last time I hung out with Jeff and Chris? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, here are some signs how to spot a liar. Here are the top five things we think are signs someone's being untruthful. Number one, they will not look at you in the eye. Eighty-four percent think that is a red flag. You know what's funny about that? I have noticed. Well, you know, having a child with autism that struggles with eye contact and has forever, I'm not so sensitive to that. If somebody's not looking me in the eye, because what I can find is if I'm looking at you in the eye, like I'm staring you right in the eye right now. Yes. And when I'm looking at somebody in the eye, like I'm looking at you right now, yeah. I tend to lose my train of thought. Oh. And I and I because I'm just I get lost in your eyes. Aww. The Debbie Gibson moment. Thank you. And I just but I will. I will lose my train of thought and like I'm already forgetting what I'm was going to say next. I That's literally okay. have to I just like, like looking at you. I know, ain't I cute? <laughs> <laughs> but there is there is something uh, like I like I I'm with you on yeah, that. You know, I it's sometimes like it's hard. find that it is easier for me. Look, I'm doing it right now. Yeah. I, I moved my eyes over to the clock. Yep. It didn't really help. No. But, I mean, I think what is it when you're thinking about something when you're trying to locate a thought or a word or something? Is it when is that when you're yeah, looking look up at, to the left? Let me look at something generic like the ceiling. Yeah. Or oh, that wall panel. supposed to be. Like, I think if you lie, you look to the left, right? Well, your is left that, right? side is your logical th- side and your right side of your brain is your emotional side. But I, usually that means the right – you usually do the opposite – like if you're having an emotional reaction to something and you're feeling it in your body, you're usually feeling it on your left side. Mm. So I don't know if that I would have to double check on that looking up. I know it's like looking up one yeah. direction, you're lying. Looking up in another direction is you're looking, you're thinking, you're processing. Well, I did find that as you and I were looking at each other in the eye, mm-hmm. I was I started to drift looking at the color of you. I'm like, oh, you know, sure. The eyes seem a little more blue today. And then I started thinking, is that because she's got the red frames on? And those are nice frames. And then next thing I knew, I hadn't heard half of what you said. Right. And so I tried to pick up the point, and that's when my eyes averted over to the clock. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I'm, I do that all the time when I'm talking to people. I'm. So you and I, that's our tell. Yeah. That people would assume means we're lying. Right, but we're not. We're actually hyper-focused <laughs> on what we're saying to you. Is that what we're calling Or listening that? to you. Mm-hmm. Fidgeting is the other sign. Fidgeting. They start sweating. Oh, you're in trouble. I, I know. See, that's not fair. That's not fair to women who have hot flashes. <laughs> We can't help it. I was at the dentist the other day, and I sat down in the chair, and it was a new girl that I've never seen before. I'm getting new trays because I grind. So I was in there getting fitted for the trays, and she's like, I listen to you guys all the time. I love your show. And my glasses started to fog up, and I'm like, Jeff would be hitting the foghorn right now because <laughs> I'm having a moment. And she started laughing. She's like, oh, my God, your glasses really do fog up. And I'm like, yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> it doesn't really happen. Yeah.
The fidgeting thing, though, I'll tell you something, and, and this happens with a lot of moms, but I saw myself on a video, and I'm like, I have got to become more conscious about that because I rock. I will rock back and forth. You and do. that's something as someone as, that videos you, you do. Like to me more and saying almost fire rocking? No, this is a it's side a to, it's a side to side like I'm holding uh, like and trying baby. to like calm a, a baby. Look at this. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I'm calming and I will catch yep. myself doing it like waiting in lines all the time. Standing or just in a group standing, of people. Standing in a group Same. of people. Yep. I will just start it's rocking. Not bad. I noticed it's, 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 it's really noticeable. Yeah. I, you notice me doing You're it. Not afraid, yeah. Jen. Get back in the center. Well, it's, it's just like you just know. go back and forth, Sit like you got to calm down or something. What are you like, talking yeah. about? When she's doing like a public presentation, Wait, like, or just like I will do. Like, I mean, I will just it. yeah. Just this is. Just, I'm just in. in You've motion. been doing that your whole life. No, I. This has been since. I think this is just since Jacob. Really? I mean, for the last 21 years. Yeah. Yeah. I would only I notice remember. it if I was maybe watching you do like a public speaking event, yeah. maybe. That's why I like to I like to move. When I'm doing public speaking, I like having either a handheld mic or one that's on my ear because I like to I like to move. Well you know, I, I, I like I am more engaged with speakers who move yeah. and have normal body language. Right. As opposed to someone just standing at a podium. Yeah. Yeah. The fidgeting is hard, though, because, I mean, I feel like, too, when you just, it's just who you are sometimes, like me. Like, I move my hands a lot and talk a lot and use quotes and do stuff like that. Like, that's fidgeting, but I'm not lying. It's just how I'm comfortable with my own body expression. Mm -hmm. They start talking really fast. (laughs) Now, that's, I, you know, I can argue this, too. Talk really fast because there are just so many ideas that are trying to all come out at the same time. You notice they're suddenly blinking a lot. You are so screwed. I was, I used to blink a lot when I'd get those fake eyelashes. I know. <laughs> and see, that's and, and that's what's really funny. Because when I'll be telling the truth, I'll be able to sense from somebody else that they think I'm lying, which makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, my God, they think I'm lying. So then I start to try to sound more like I'm not lying, which makes me sound like I'm lying even more. The whole time I'm telling the truth. All you're doing is just lying. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I do mm-hmm. notice sometimes you play with your hair. A little bit. Yeah. That's that's another thing Is on the list. Is that another telltale? Uh, they start using an odd amount of hand gestures. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd like to talk to an FBI profiler and see what the real signs are, since that's what they do for a living. Right. You know, they, they notice can, these things. You would think they'd be trained in the art of detecting a lie mm-hmm. outside of the... Uh, Lie detector test. Yeah. Meanwhile, do you ever look at do you ever look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Man, I look great." Damn, I look good today. <laughs> I mean, I really do look amazing. <laughs> there it is. I miss those days, those four months when I was 26. I like brag. <laughs> what about an article of clothing, Jen? You have to have those moments like, oh, my God, this skirt is cute. Oh, I'll do that. I'll say yeah. the skirt, the outfit is cute. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this outfit. Oh, my God, look at how cute I am. I yeah. am adore these yeah. shoes. I know. <laughs> New study in Australia found that we tend to be more attracted to people who look like us. <laughs> I've heard that before. And yeah. have similar facial features. Kristen and I do not have similar facial features. 
my high school sweethearts, both of them were blonde with light eyes. Years ago, I used to work with this this woman, and she was very excited because she finally she had a bunch of bad relationships, and she finally was in this relationship with this guy. And she's like, "I can't wait for you guys to meet him." And so we had like this work happy hour. We're at the the ta- the corner tavern there in uh, Montgomery. Oh yeah, whatever it's called. Uh, oh, and, no, no. it's leaving me, but I know, you know exactly what I mean. we're talking about. And so we all went, and she introduced us to her boyfriend, now husband, and. We all looked at each other like, holy crap, they look like identical twins. (laughs) Wow. I think my favorite lookalikes in the past few years was Governor DeWine with his sign language interpreter that looked like they could be twins. Oh, yeah. She was great. Oh, she was amazing. She was incredible. But the two of them, I I thought, looked so. Did I hear she passed away or did I make that? It was the Kentucky uh, one. The sign language interpreter in Mm. Kentucky, which also had a lot of fame during that same time. That's sad. But you're right, though. They 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 look so much alike. Yeah, a lot of similar facial features. Mm -hmm. And that is who we tend to be more attracted to, uh, generally speaking. If you want examples, though, just Google celebrity couples who look alike, and you will find tons. Yeah, like, I think Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively kind of look like they could be related. A little bit. Yeah, yeah similar features. They're so cute. It's interesting. Researchers recorded over 2,000 speed dates, had each person rate their date's facial attractiveness, and they found they gave the highest ratings to dates with similar features, like someone with green eyes might find other green-eyed people hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty, so I'm going to look like that. They also tended to rate them as being kinder. So we think people who look like us are nicer, too. (laughs) Of course they are. And they're funny and they're smart. The idea some couples look alike isn't new. Experts used to think it happened after we got together, thanks to similar lifestyle choices like going going to the same place to get your hair cut. Or for celebrities, the same plastic surgeon. But the new study suggests it might mostly be instinctive, and we search those people out. When someone looks like you, you're immediately more at ease and more likely to feel a natural connection. Hmm. And there you go. I like it. Uh, here's a question. Gen Zers are making fun of people who scroll through their phone using their index finger. Oh, my mother does this. Yeah. Let's talk about telltale signs that you're old. <laughs> She's 82. Yes. What are you supposed to use? So, well, thumb. you use your thumbs. With, it, she's like this. Yeah. Do you think people are old if they... I think I do both, depending on the app I'm if on. If they use their index finger to scroll on their phone as opposed to using their thumb. I don't I've only think I've only seen her use her pointer. Reason I bring it up is Gen Zers are making fun of people who scroll through their, through their phones using their index f- finger. The young person way to do it is with your thumb, and that's not just one person's opinion. A recent poll was done by the people who make Candy Crush, and in their poll, they found that eighty percent of Gen Zers use their thumbs to play Candy Crush. It drops to 67% for millennials. Meanwhile, 73% of baby boomers said they mainly use their index finger. So why the difference in technique? We think it's because when older people first got touch screens, Mm. using a stylus Mm. was a thing. Yep. 
By the way, there are people listening right now who don't know what a stylus is. They're younger. <laughs> so a stylus is similar to an ancient writing utensil called a pen. A pen. Didn't they use but that no have ink in it. that had it on? Like, wasn't the stylus like a part of the phone? Yeah. What? What do you? It was part of something. Yeah. At was once. it not? Not like was antenna? it a file of facts or a palm? I don't know. What palm that pilot. Is. Palm oh. Pilot. Right. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. Palm Pilot. Uh, yeah, it had a little oh. stylus that came with it. Yeah. Did it? But didn't it, like, would you touch the top yes, of it? Yes, I, re- I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't I remember so. what that came with, though. I don't remember that. I kind of, like, visually remember people in sales having it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Now, can you get Carpal Tunnel? Yes. Now, that's from typing, right? Mm-hmm. And from anything. And isn't it your pinky finger and your ring finger that tend to go numb? Or so is there's it- two different types. There's carpal tunnel and then there's cubital cubital tunnel. So one of them is like the elbow and one of them is like the wrist. I know I had carpal tunnel surgery um, with Christ Hospital and I did a whole video about what the difference is between like feeling it from your pinky all the way through up to your elbow. Did you get that from working on keyboards, you think? or? Well, I think, you know, I when I was younger, I worked the drive through window all the time at Wendy's, and that was, like, part of it. Like, I think the way that you type or the way that you push buttons was just a part of it. And so, like, so, now everybody's typing all the time. So can, with your phone, can that cause carpal tunnel on the inside part or whatever that's called from your thumbs? I don't thumbs? know. I don't know. Maybe. Because, Cubital tunnel? Yeah, because I will, if I'm on my phone a lot and I'm doing a lot with the thumbs, I will start to get just kind of numb. Mine was, like, also when I was driving, I noticed it most when I was driving that my hand would go numb, and it was just a weird, like, sensation. And a yeah. lot, like, if you would wake up in the middle of the night also with, like, your hand going numb, that was another thing. Mm-hmm. But the way that they test you for it is you kind of get, like, hooked up to this machine where it gives you a shocks, like electric shocks, and they see how far up the nerves uh, are responding. Wow. wow, that sounds like fun. It's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. It actually was really interesting. Hmm. Uh, one meme summed it up like this. It shows a picture of someone using their finger to scroll on their phone, their index finger to scroll their phone with a caption. Pretty sure every mom in the world texts like this. <laughs> 40% of Gen Zers, by the way, in the poll said that they would be embarrassed if they were out in public and someone caught them scrolling with their finger. Sometimes uh, they could be using their finger just to give their thumb a break. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I'm like, are they haven't, you know. Yeah. Uh, real quick, pancake tacos. I just want to squeeze this in because I did tease it at the top. IHOP is folding pancakes in half, and they're calling it a cultural innovation. Not sure about that, but pancake tacos are now on the menu at IHOPs nationwide. We are within walking distance of an IHOP. I just saw the Q102. commercial behind you for these. They look pretty delish. It's been yeah, a they- long time since I looked at an IHOP menu. They tested the idea out last summer at an IHOP location in Houston that sold Choco pancakes. So what are they putting in them? Ground beef, lettuce, and cheese? I <laughs> know. Or is yeah. it just a sausage and we're just calling it a new name for a pig in a blanket? Yes. Uh, two are sweet, two are savory. Strawberry cheesecake with chocolate chips. Oh, wow. Uh, caramel banana with chocolate chips. Uh, fried chicken one with hash browns, gravy, and pickles. Oh, yeah. Let's get on board with that. And a breakfast pancake taco stuffed with scrambled eggs, bacon, and cheese. Mm. Yeah, they had... uh, Probably tastes like a McGriddle. It's sort of their take on the Choco Taco that was discontinued, one of them anyway. That one had vanilla ice cream and chocolate in it, but it didn't make the final cut apparently, so instead they're offering 
the uh, the two sweet, two savory ones. It all come wrapped in a silver dollar pancake. They're three for six bucks, but they have to be the same kind. You cannot mix and match. Is it a carnival? Every, everything is a carnival with their advertising. I did see it's some. It's a fun. French toast carnival. I did see some confetti on the, on the picture. Okay. Coming up, your shot at $1,000 in the next half hour. We got the 1K letter of the day and to turn your work skills into life skills. First, Stephen is in for Denise with your latest traffic. It's going to be muggy out there today. Yeah, get ready for some humidity. Chance of storms moving in sometime after 2 o'clock this afternoon. We'll see high around 87. Right now it's 73. Uh, you ever taken a skill from work and applied it at home? <laughs> I'm currently inventorying my skills at work, trying to figure out what they are. Yeah, when Chris goes, oh, yeah, what's yeah. the weather look like this weekend? I go, well, sunny 75, currently 78 downtown, 77 at the airport. There you yeah, go. Yeah, but what about, I actually have, because, you know, here we do a lot of videos and we do a lot of um, reels and Instagram. Sure, and social media stuff, yeah. So definitely the social media aspect. Like, I made a real fun video when we gave our dog to our daughter it was kind of a surprise mm-hmm. and i made like a fun video for her for our daughter later in life like us picking up the dog and her riding in the car and mm-hmm. us surprising her with it and i put nice. a bunch of pictures together with a fun yeah that's true i will say that T- taking pictures and doing videos and putting yeah. together little packages of things yeah i, I played was- game show host did <laughs> My you stepdaughter's did? couple right. shower. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I'm Jeff Thomas. <laughs> Welcome. From Welcome Hollywood. to the not yet newlywed game. <laughs> Yay. Little did we know we had that fun microphone back then. We could have sent that home with you. I know. Yeah, that little pencil microphone. Anyway, here are the top work skills that we have actually turned into life skills. Making to-do lists. Yeah. Budgeting. Time management and being punctual. Blah. (laughs) (laughs) All of our favorite things. Meal planning. Oh, that's good. Mm. Being confident on the phone. Hey, since you're on the fun committee, you must really be fun at home, Fritch. Yes, I am. (laughs) Just ask my daughter. (laughs) Would Scott say you're fun? Notice she started blinking a lot. Uh Uh-huh, she did. I think Scott thinks he's the fun one. Yeah. But he... But he knows I'm the cruise director. Does he think you're the funny one? <laughs> mm. Or does he think he's the funny one? I think he thinks he's the funny one. <laughs> Who is the funny one, Fred? He is funny. <laughs> but I'm a little bit funny. <laughs> we discussed this yesterday we while did. you were we out. We talked about while this while we yeah, talked yeah, about you. You were out doing yep. the grand prize yes. thing for listener appreciation, and, and a story came up. Would you rather be the funny one in the relationship or with someone who is really funny, like funnier than you. Oh, I'd rather, yeah. Like, I mean, I would rather be with somebody that's equally as funny or funnier. Yet. Yet you're funnier than him. But I'm saying that just to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's that's funny. Yes. But a lot of moms complain that the dads are, are more fun than they are because they're able to be. Yes, because they're allowed. You know, mom always has to be the bad guy. She's a disciplinarian. She's the one doing the heavy lifting. 
Then yes. there's fun and the dad. Child rearing. And then yeah. fun, fun daddy dad. comes home from work. That's the tr- These are all true statements. Yeah. Disney dad. Yes, Disney dad. Guess what, kids? Say, We're going to Disney World. Yeah, I will say that I think, I don't know. I feel like Scott is a more fun parent than I am. Like, he does get to do all of the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I would say, in my defense, I take Penelope fun places. Like, Tim and I went to the Florence Y'all's game and she got to go with us and kind of experience that. And that was fun. So I feel like I take her more fun places. Uh-huh. But he has more one-on-one fun with her than I do. Because you're taking care of business. Well, I'm doing the bath and laying mm-hmm. out the clothes and packing mm-hmm. the lunch. And, you know, I'm hounding her about why didn't you pick up your blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say that the communication skills that you've developed here at work, uh, like teamwork listening and how to handle conflict have been helpful to you as a parent, either of you? Oh, I think so for sure. Yeah, probably. Well, and especially hanging out with my friend, Jen Jordan, who also is a parent before me and has taught me fun ways to say and reshape things to make them feel like it's their idea or encouraging to them, you know, like, Thanks for telling me that information. (laughs) Thanks for telling me. When you don't know what the hell else to say to your kid. (laughs) Thanks for telling me. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you for telling me. And that's something that I have continued. You know, (laughs) now at six, I think she feels like she's got it. Yeah. Everything figured out. And um, I am. You did benefit from Jen being a parent before you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm You, you watched, and I call what I do extreme parenting because <laughs> in my house, you know, none of the, the parenting skills that you pick up as a child that your parents used on you that everybody has used since the beginning of time, none of those things work. Mm-hmm. Like when we were on vacation down in Florida and we're at the Trade Winds Resort on St. Pete Beach and it's beautiful and wonderful and there's this kid that's getting into an argument with his dad and his dad looked at him and he said, you don't get a say-so in this, Ooh. right? And the kid just dropped it and moved on. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't even imagine what that kind of power must yes. feel like. What's that like? What is that like? <laughs> what is because I said so like? That's yes. so funny. Because right. it doesn't work. That's hilarious. Ever. You know, but there's that's just one of a huge, long list of things. So I was starting from scratch as if there was never a parent ever before me. Yeah. yeah, because it doesn't that work I've for ever you. seen. You know, I'd never seen anybody do any of the things that I have had to learn how to do. Uh, the tenth and final top work skill we have turned into life skills is how to negotiate. 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 Oh, your favorite negotiator. Thank you, Morris Laces. <laughs> but it's true, though. <laughs> You probably you probably a better negotiator today than oh, you were, God. you know, twenty twenty five years ago. Sure, pushover. I'm sure you've used those. <laughs> really? Yes. I negotiation feels like confrontation to me. It feels I, like conflict, and I don't it enjoy does? that. Yes, people like you that you know there are people that go to the all inclusive market in Cancun and want to barter over things. I don't love want to barter. I'll pay I don't for whatever want to you fight. Yeah. I I am just like that. I am a pleaser. See, I don't even see it as a fight at all. That's because, not even close to it. It's fight. because it works for you. It doesn't work like that for me. Well, and it it all goes back to how you were raised and what you conflict were taught. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I never had to resolve conflict because mm-hmm. I never had any. I was an only child. 
I never had to fight for attention. I never had to fight over a toy. I never had to fight or negotiate for anything ever because there was nobody there for me to fight or negotiate with. I never learned those skills Mm. as a child. I never. And so you would put me into a situation at work just where I'm sitting with the boss over a review and they would just start talking. I mean, and just have like the slightest bit of constructive criticism. And it it was like attacked. Yes. And I'd start sobbing on control of it. And well, then they're like, well, what the hell do we do with this, I right? See, I see a review is a little bit different than a negotiation. Like, if you're trying to negotiate your next contract, or you're negotiating with a car dealership to buy a car, or I'm oh, negotiating that too. with oh, I don't a guy do that. at I, a hawker store. That too. I, I don't do that. I take Scott. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Growing up, I always, like, I went and tried to do my own car thing one time. And I was like, I would took the to offer home to my dad. Like, look, he's like, what are you? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. Honey. I thought I could yeah. do it. But no, I always had to take dad. I just, I think I wasn't an only child, but my sister was five years older than me. And a lot of times, like, we would fight over, like, clothes and stuff. So our conflict resolution was just whoever got to wear whatever it was. We never really had, like, sit down meetings where you worked it out and yeah. did the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm the same as Jen. Like when I'm in a review, if they're like, well, I'm like, what do you mean? Well, yeah. what do I need to work on? I mean, there's a difference. It's like for Fritch and me, when it comes to negotiation that feels like conflict, it feels like it's me versus them. What you, the way you look at it is there's you and them. And then the negotiation and the resolution is a completely different thing. To me, it's we, we both want the same thing. I want to buy your car, and you want me to buy your car. Right. Now, we may have different terms on how to do that, but I think if we work together, we can absolutely make this happen. Yeah. In a way that that we'll both be happy with. It's a completely different way of framing the the entire Every negotiation, I approach it that way, that we both want the same thing. Now, if if there's an item that you're not willing to part with Mm -hmm. for anything less than that, and that's too high a price for me. I'm okay with walking away. Right. Moving yeah, but on to the that's next the thing. problem right there. I'm not okay with walking away. <laughs> I want it. And uh-huh. I want to do this. And I know I want it. They, so they as long as that's the case, it. then they have power over you. Yeah, yes. That's, oh, of course. Right. Yeah. And that's how the negotiation stops. And I it's don't worth, even go into And it's just it like worth that. the money to not have to deal with the yes. whole negotiating process. Fine. That's fascinating. Yes, I will pay full price. At yes. 17% if I don't interest, have to talk to you about this anymore, <laughs> where do I yes. sign? Just what? whatever it costs, I'll take it. <laughs> Yep. Yes, ma'am. I, That's I totally so funny. understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Bailey, you know, we, we've talked Bailey. You know Bailey. She's yeah. Our friend Bailey. Fan of yes. the show. And our, our listener our friend. Our Bailey. Yeah. Yes, and, uh, you Bailey. know, she sends us notes every once in a while. And and uh, she, she made the point. She's a clinical mental health counselor. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine the skills you take home from work. When you when you do that for a living, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, it yeah. often annoys my family. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I would, yeah. I, I guess think, I could see that. I think I would like it. I would also feel annoyed. Like, are you analyzing me? Are you analyzing me right now? You don't got to do that. You can't help it. <laughs> you can't just be my sister. Am I analyzing you, or am I just trying to understand you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, you just. How does did it make it. you feel? <laughs> I don't want to talk about my feelings anymore. <laughs> Yeah. No, you know what? That's totally fine. I, I get that. 
Why do you think you don't want to talk about your feelings, though? I'm just curious. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can't help it. Do you want me to lay down and talk about this to you? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if we, we should, we used to have at our old place years ago, we had a literal couch in the studio. Oh, yeah, we did. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was chill. And we had like a little mic stand that, you know, if we wanted to, if we had a guest or someone, mm-hmm. you know, they could, they could sit in the couch. Sure. Could you have, like, talk on the microphone from it? Yeah, you'd have to move a mic over. I mean, we'd have to run a line over, but it was relatively easy to do. See, I would love to be in a relationship with a therapist or a shrink or a... Oh, oh, God, I would love it. (laughs) I would love it. Please ask me questions about things I haven't thought about yet. Let me because I want to think about them. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's good Please. that you're, you're open to oh, the good, I would the bad, love the it. ugly, and everything in between. I would love it. I already overthink everything, so I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> maxed out on thinking. Oh, you're also trusting that that therapist isn't manipulative or has an ulterior motive or an agenda or is gaslighting you and think, all of those I, things. I don't think I can. I it would be they'd have to be really good to to manipulate me. Really, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd fall. Uh, it is almost eight twenty, and coming up, your shot at a thousand dollars. The one K letter of the day is coming up next. First, to check the roads. We got Stephen in for Denise with your latest track. Hey, Christina, how are you? Good. How are you, Jeff? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's yeah. Thursday already. I know. I know. How exciting, <laughs> right? You traveling at all this yes. summer? Have you already gone on vacation? Um, not yet. I'm going on a Disney cruise next week, so this will be <gasps> oh, nice. Yay. You need to talk to Fritch. Ooh, I just That's went on a exciting. Disney cruise back in February. Is this your first time? It is. <gasps> We're so excited. Oh my gosh, they're so good for great. You. What boat are you going on? Or- the wish that's what we did oh my gosh it's a good oh. one yes it was so much fun we we did a sh- i actually went because i i'm not a big cruiser and so i went into <laughs> it with the best of intentions and i was like let's just do the three night one in case i gotta get the hell out of there and i wish right, i would have <laughs> i wish i would have had a little more time honestly at the end of it and it was funny because you were talking to somebody who typically hates vacations like yeah. workaholic, right? Yes. And you you mentioned it to them that yes. you were going on this three day yeah, Disney three cruise, yeah. and this person who is notorious for hating vacations yes. said, "Do you what? You are going to wish you would have taken the week." And he was right. <laughs> he was like, "It'll be the best vacation that you've ever gone on." That with your was kids. high praise coming from him. Yeah. Big fan of the Chippendale rave on the Lido deck. <laughs> yes. I'll have to talk to you off air a little bit and just give you a couple of tips. Because, I mean, we, on our second day, we're like, wow, there's a basketball court in here? Like, what is happening? What is going there on? There so many things we didn't even do. So you highly recommend it. I did. I thought mm. it was a fantastic, fantastic trip. All right. Well, you made a good choice, Christina. So you had that to look forward to. Uh, when are you going? Yes. Uh, we leave Thursday, or Friday. We're flying into Orlando Thursday, but yeah, leaving fine. out the cruise on Friday. Sweet. Yeah. Fine. All right. Well, let's try to get you some spending money then for this trip. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. we got $1,000 on the line here for the 1K letter of the day. In my hand is a sealed envelope. I'm going to open up this envelope right now, and we're going to reveal a letter of the alphabet. You will have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. You can't use the same answer more than once, and the key to winning 
is to pass as quickly as possible. So if you can't think of a word right off the top of your head, just just say, just yell out pass, we'll skip it, we'll come back to it. You'll answer more come questions Come back around, that okay? Yep. All right. Okay. All right, you got a pretty decent letter, too. You got the letter D. D is good. As in Disney. Okay. There Ooh, you have it. It's meant to be. It's meant right. to be. Yeah. The D it is. So... <sighs> Rich just put 30 seconds on the clock, <laughs> and I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. All right, here we go with the letter D. Name something you do on a Thursday. Dance. Something you wrap. Diaper. A vegetable. Pass. A toy. Dodgeball. A soup. Pass. Something you catch. Pass. A cleaning supply. Dawn. Something you love. Pass. A sport. <laughs> um, pass. Uh, that was hard. You, you blew that dodgeball early. I know. Yes, you did. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> vegetable. I went with, is it daikon? It is, is it daikon? Yeah, yeah. I thought about that, too. Something you catch, I was thinking diarrhea, which is gross, but it works. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would funny. you have accepted dance as a sport? She well, she said dance already. Dance. Oh, yeah. Right. I would yeah. say, yeah. yeah I would dance say dance. If you're on a dance team, that's yep. a sport. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's Darn harder it. on the. It's harder than it was on the her radio, first time playing. Than, so yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. It's harder. Very, yep. Yeah, and I find myself every now and then. I don't know if this is the case with you. Is I'm still trying to think of the previous answer. Like I've said past, but I'm still trying to come up with an answer yeah. in my head. Yeah. And right. now Jen is asking the question. I'm not even listening to her because I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out what my answer would have been for number five. Or you think of one right after you pass. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Like. Damn it! Yep. Fixate on that. Right. <laughs> so true. All right. We'll have a great time on the cruise. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy. Send pictures. Good talking to you. Good talking to you guys. <laughs> All right, take it easy. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's 8.32. Weather-wise, humid and muggy today. Afternoon storm chances, mainly after 2 p.m. or so. And that high just passed 87. Right now, it's 71 at Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.